AJ Jones. Hello. I think it's only fair that we tell our listeners right off the bat that this is going to be a short episode. It is going to be a very short episode. Well, the technical people among us have already seen it's a short episode because when they've looked at it, they saw the timestamp and they're like, wait, how come we got gypped out of a normal length episode? Well, it's because this week was crazy. It Well, it was crazy cultured. It was crazy cultured? <laughs> don't, don't ask that like it's a question. You remember <laughs> the cultural highlights. Oh, yes. <laughs> we went to the choir. We yes, went... Abby's fourth grade choir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna hammer up, but oh, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was Abby's fourth grade. Fourth grade. The fourth grade. It was a hard grade. <laughs> it was Abigail's fourth grade program. Yes. I would like to pat myself on the back because you stayed there. I did. You did, but not without complaining <laughs> or playing on your phone through most of the recital. <laughs> well, if you consider the other two recitals that we went to this week, I didn't last as long. No, you didn't. We had tears musical recital which she had a speaking part in she did and she did awesome yes she did she did she did her speaking part awesome yes yes i mean she stood up and said words yes and then we left yeah we snuck out (laughs) because we were like all right we have the next thing to go to tonight it has been a busy week from that perspective it was there was something every night of the week the piece de resistance however was the ballet recital on saturday Yes, well, the rehearsal was pretty fantastic on Wednesday as I well. I escaped that, so it's I not on my did. horizon. I felt that. It's not on my uh, landscape. <laughs> but yes, Saturday How many was dances were there in total? 45, I think. This is how I know the Lord loves me. Yeah. Because there was 45 dances. Yes. Our daughters were in dance number three. Yes. And dance number six. Yes. At which and, point I left. And then you left. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. Yeah, poor Elizabeth Willard, her... Her, her mercy was in the very final dance. So she had one at the very beginning and one at the very end. I was like, oh, babe, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we had people saying, yeah, wait till they get into competitions because then it's worse. Then it's like all weekend events. I was like, no, I'm going to. I don't think there's much risk that our kids are going to be competing in dance. <laughs> Based off this recital, anyway. Babe, that's a horrible thing to say. (laughs) I mean, terrifyingly accurate, but horrible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking they might have to turn their competition skills to a different area. (laughs) Oh, babe. But they were very cute. And they loved it. They did love it. They absolutely loved it. Yes. So, yes, that was our highly cultured week. And on top of that, we also had the first of our probably many Christmas parties. Yes. We had our school Christmas party, which was wonderful. Good fun. It was great fun, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was tremendous fun. I always enjoy all the little skits and plays and that every year somehow, they, you know, each school year comes up with new things that are just humorous. And brilliant and imaginative. Yes. Uh, And then we had visitors in town. We had friends in town, Mark DuPont who uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. If you haven't heard Mark's podcast, he's got the deepest voice in the world. He does. And he doesn't sound anything like that. But He doesn't sound like this at all. <laughs> he's a friend of ours that we've known for many, many years. And is a, I introduced him once as the prophet I'd most like to be in a bar fight with. Like, if I'm going to be in a bar fight... <laughs> you don't I, mean against him. You mean with him oh, against others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want him to have my back. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I think he'd know what to do. Because he looks like a biker. As Yes, as... As far as uh, fighting prophets in bar fights, 
Never mind. Yeah. It sounded better in my head. And then our friend Hugh from Australia came to stay for a few days. That was fun to catch up with Hugh too. It was very fun. All right. Look at that. We're through our week in less than five minutes. Look at that, people. Yeah. Check that out. It's also 10 p.m. at night. It is. And I've had a long day at work and you stayed at home with the kids because yes. they're not well. Yes. MJ, I'm sorry, is the cutest little sick kid ever. He is. He's so adorable. So he's not sick enough to be mopey and in pain, but he is sick enough to have complete congestion and a very croaky voice. Yes. And but he doesn't have a fever and he's not coughing or anything. He's just adorable. He's Everything so he says sounds cute. I wish I wish I got him on the podcast. Yeah. If he wakes up again, I'll record something with him. He's already woken <laughs> up three times tonight. <laughs> I don't think he's been asleep yet. All right. Our main topic for tonight. You have to be very careful how you say our main topic. Yes, you do. You definitely do. So you say it. All right. The main topic is big asks. <laughs> Why did you make that the topic title? Well, I was thinking about how do you summarize what we're talking about? Okay. And it is for asking big things from God. It's, it's right. having like a big expectation. So then I tried to, um, whenever I'm thinking about the topic, I'm always thinking about how to, you know, title, like it's easy to find artwork, although it's going to be difficult to find something for big asks. <laughs> Yes, probably. I have to be careful how I type that into Google. But it's more about how I actually put the text on top of it. And so you don't want something long. So I, I thought about big asks. Ah, uh, okay then. So this all came about because Mort Dupont, who we previously mentioned, was at Emanate. And I'll post a link to that message that he did. It was a great message. He, he did a couple of things. Talked about science wonders, miracles, and then talked about this whole premise of actually asking God for more vision. You remember this? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, one of the things that he talked about was that most times that we uh, ask for a vision, we're asking for an extension of what God's already doing in our lives as opposed to actually having a vision for what God can do. Right. He, he came up with this great line where he said, why don't we ask for vision based on how God operates, not on what we can understand? Right. Which is so true. We do that all the time. Totally. And we don't even realize we're boxing God in. We're just thinking like, Lord, how much uh, how much more do you want to add to what I'm already doing rather than perhaps change the direction of what we're doing? Or maybe not even changing the direction, but having, ha- having a much larger vision. And his challenge was that we would get to the end of 2017 and having seen what God's done, remind ourselves that we would never have believed it if we found out in 2016. Right. I think some of 2016 has been like that for us. Oh yeah. A lot of it's been like that. Where I'm like, are you kidding me, God right now? Like, are you kidding me? Like what you've done? Are, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking when he was sharing all that, like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to up my expectation level more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I mean, I think we've shared this before, but I remember in January, going into January uh, of this year, and the Lord just saying to me, I need you to um, work on your uh, joy capacity because what I'm going to do this year is going to blow your mind. And I was sort of like, huh, that's weird. And I would say, I would safely say that God has uh, done a lot of that. Right. It's crazy that he... He really is God and he really does know what he was doing. I feel like a bit like that. Like our summer was so awesome. We were telling Hugh about it when he was here. Our, our summer with moving house, with getting this house, which is just a ridiculous blessing, 
with going to Disney, with just uh, like our summer was just like the best summer I could possibly imagine. It was such a great summer. And I think there was some sense that once we got into the fall routine, I was like, okay, well, you know, summer is is over and done with, and now it's back to normal life. And I had, uh, we haven't talked about this, maybe we'll talk about this subsequently, but I had um, a bunch of heart sync appointments, heart sync we need to talk about Harsink because it's awesome. But anyway, I, I went and got four ministry sessions. And in the middle of the ministry sessions, the the Lord was speaking to me. And he was like, Alan, why have you relegated the way that I want to treat you with peaks and troughs? Why, why do you have this understanding that there are seasons of me blessing you? And then there's just seasons of... Like, just get back to life as normal. Right, or absence of blessing or whatever. Yeah, right. Why Why isn't life... I felt like the Lord wanted to just really challenge the way I thought about seasons and perhaps consider lifestyles. Like, I, I honestly felt like the Lord saying, Honey, I have not reduced you back to mundanity and you can expect another breakthrough maybe next summer. I actually want to call you to a new level of expectation of thinking. So Mark's word was just right in line with where we've been this year. At church this morning. Yep. There was this incredible testimony. Oh. And I tell you, the the guy who gave the testimony was an excellent communicator. I mean, uh, I don't know if he's used to public speaking, but he was a very engaging speaker. And, but I'll put a link again in the show notes for people to be able to watch this testimony. Somebody in our church who had a $380,000 negative cash flow. Wow. He's a small businessman. Right. And he's $380,000 in the hole. And he's obviously naturally worried about how that's going to happen. He's a commercial landscaper. And he's asking the Lord what to do. And the Lord said to him, son, you don't have a money problem. You have a trust problem. And and he said, well, it sure feels like a money problem. Right. But the Lord was like, you can trust me for $400, but you won't trust me for $400,000. Right. And the Lord said to him, the reason for that is, if I don't come through for you for 400, you can get the 400 yourself. So you never really had to trust. But if I don't come through for the 400,000 that you're trusting me for, you're disappointed. So you don't put any hope in it. You don't put any trust in it. And so he was, he was talking about in this climate, our church takes up an offering. And 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 he was like, L- yeah, Lord, yeah, maybe an offering would be good, but not in this season. And he felt like the Lord said, no, well, why don't you actually practice trust? And why don't you give this amount? So he said to his wife, I got an amount. What did you get? She gets exactly the same amount. He says, I wrote the check wondering if it would even cash. Just like, oh, God, I hope this goes right. through. And then nothing. Like, no breakthrough. And so he was like, are you kidding me? He said the last glimmer of hope that he had was sometimes in the winter, because he's a commercial landscaper in the winter, he would also do snow and ice removal. But he said on December 26th, the day after Christmas, it was like 75 degrees. So he was like, how's that ever going to happen? So he's thinking that there's no snow coming. Then all of a sudden the snow shows up. And he said in the first, I think he said first five days or the first week, he made $580,000. Which is amazing. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I think the trouble is often when we are looking for God to do a breakthrough, we are looking for explanations for how it's going to happen instead of actually having expectations that it's going to happen. Right. Have you ever fallen into the trap where you you look back on a time when God's met you and then you start looking for the way that God met you in your present circumstances? You mean like to to form a method? 
Exactly. Right. You're like, this is what he did last time I had this need, so where is this, it? Where is this it? Where is, is it? how it's going to be this time. And you totally put God in a box, forgetting that he's super creative and super imaginative. Right. I think the biggest difficulty living in that tension is actually having an expectation that God is going to be good without trying to attach how his goodness is going to come. Right. So I don't know who that's for, but I hope that's helpful for somebody today. Anyway, I guess in summary, God is in the business of doing more than we ask or imagine. Indeed. And Mark challenged us to take five to ten minutes for the rest of December, a day, to just ask the Lord, Lord, what is it you want to do in 2017 that I can partner with you in excitement and in vision? Yeah. And that was it. We said it would be short, and it was. Short and sweet. Yes. Well, hopefully it was sweet, but it was definitely short. Um, just in wrapping up, we want to let you know that our final podcast of the year will be up on Monday the 19th, which is next week. And then we're going to take a couple of weeks off to just have time with our family and have a bit of a break. So the first podcast of the year will be up on January 9th. I figure that gives you guys a week to roll into it because I looked at the calendar and realized the first, the first Monday was the 2nd of January. Yeah. I will not be in the swing of things. No. We'll still be in party season. So Party season. Come yeah. January we are 9th. party animals. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come January 9th, we'll do a full recap of the Christmas festivities, and hopefully you guys are, are, are ready for the new year in 2017. And if you really miss our dulcet tones, you can just go and listen to some old podcasts that you may have forgotten already. <laughs> yeah. If you go to our website and scroll to the bottom, you'll find a best of... And uh, these are some of our favorite episodes there. You can also find the episodes that we have guests on. And if you're new to the podcast and you've missed some of the episodes that we've had guests, there are some killer guest episodes. Again, scroll to the bottom of our website. Under podcast, you'll see uh, the special guest episodes too. For this episode's show notes, go to alanandaj.com slash 131. All right, we hope you have an incredible week filled with adventure, filled with vision, and filled with expectation for 2017. We will be back this time next week for the last episode of 2016. Have a great week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games. Paleo donuts and the kindness of God the things we deal with every day. From Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me. If you are a human being, there's something here for everyone.